0: Good evening and praise the Lord. What a blessing to be able to look into the Word of God with you tonight. And Matthew chapter 5 verse 9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Now, this is the last of the messages I believe that I'll touch on the subject of the power of an attitude. It's something we'll deal with the rest of our life, but this is the last, at least, I'll deal with it officially. The power of attitude. A good attitude can be powerful and effective. And certainly a bad attitude or a poor attitude can be just as powerful and just as destructive as a good attitude is effective. Somehow I hope that through this few weeks we've all been looking at the subject of an attitude that you've been fed, you've been blessed, you've been encouraged, you've been enlightened and you've been challenged and hopefully you've been offered tools, scriptural tools, whereby you can overcome and I can also overcome the power of a bad attitude in my own life. Now I was not asked my opinion and I was not asked to comment but if I had anything to do with the placement of Matthew chapter 5 verse 9 in the Bible I would have suggested that after verse 9 i be allowed to place the word Selah Selah pause and meditate stop and in your tracks and ponder what you just read because Matthew 5 verse 9 does that very thing to me blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God stops me in my emotional tracks on a dime it makes me think it makes me wonder it makes me uh, meander if you would am I a peacemaker Am I one of those people that Jesus was talking about when he said they'll be called the children of God? Now, it is safe to deduce, it is safe to arrive at this fact that if peacemakers are blessed, then troublemakers must be cursed. What do you mean by troublemaker, Pastor Herring? Well, let me give you a scriptural visual. That way it can explain it in your mind better than my attempt. 2 Timothy 4.14, the Apostle Paul wrote these words. He said, Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. Now that is a definitive description of of a troublemaker, Alexander the coppersmith. He went out of his way to stir things up around the apostle Paul. And Paul just finally got to the point where he prayed, God reward him. That's a powerful, powerful visual in my mind of a troublemaker. Because we all know that if you live by the sword, eventually you'll die by the sword. Now Hebrews 12:14 says, follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Other translations say follow after the things of peace. I think it more than just curious that the Apostle Paul connected the two subjects of peace and holiness in the same breath. Think about that. That's, that's also one of those that need to be paused on and pondered over. And again, I'll offer this I will offer this visual description of a peacemaker. Proverbs 15:1 is the best way to do it. Solomon said that a soft answer turns away wrath. That's a good visual description of the work of a peacemaker. I can unequivocally say that God loves a peacemaker. And so does your pastor, by the way. God loves a peacemaker and so does every mom and so does every dad and so does every supervisor and so does every employee. We love peacemakers because their work is so healthy and so good for the environment. And I believe that we are nearest the heart of God when we are striving to bring peace to a situation or we're working toward a peaceful resolve in a family or in any situation at all. A peacemaker doesn't have to be a compromiser, but they certainly don't have to be combative as either. A peacemaker has the ability to somehow overlook the agitation of a stressful moment and come to a peaceful, healthy end. A peacemaker is the person in your family or in your circle of life that after you get into a stressful moment or you have a, a an upheaval or a uprooting of peace in your life and there's just a storm that you're going through a peacemaker is the person that you look back upon that situation and you say I'm sure glad they were there they seem to calm things down they seem to turn the tide of the negative direction the whole thing was going a peacemaker they, they, they because of soft answers and, and, and genuine concern for all parties involved they just heal things we know people like that. We have people in our church that are like that. They just always seem to make things better when they touch them emotionally. They, they seem to bring a healing touch and things start to get better. Now, the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 13, 11, that we are to live. He actually commanded we are to live in peace. If you find yourself often being a referee in tense moments, be it in your home or on your job or wherever you might be, it's probably because you're a natural peacemaker. And some people are just gifted at it. They just touch things and they're better instantly. They're natural peacemakers. But if you're not a natural peacemaker, if I'm not a natural peacemaker, we can be trained. We can be taught and given tools so that we become effective in diffusing volatile situations with skill and tact, actually. I think they call it parenting. Hello, somebody. (laughs) You're not necessarily trained how to be a good mom or dad, but a few wars, a few storms arise in the home, and you either add fuel to the fire or you try to figure out how to fix this thing. Praise the Lord. Are you a peacemaker? Are you somebody that just wants the storm to settle down? Even if it's not your storm, you just want to see your friends happy. You want to see your family smiling again. You're a peacemaker. Now I'm going to give you six absolute surefire traits or signs or characteristics of a a natural peacemaker. I believe your spirit will bear witness with My spirit, that these words are genuine and true. They work. They're there. They're present. When you know so and so is a peacemaker, uh, you're going to find these characteristics present in them naturally. Number one trait of a peacemaker is they are reasonable. They're reasonable. They're sensible. They're not pull to the extreme highs and lows that my emotions want to pull them into. A peacemaker is reasonable. They just have got a mature outlook on things and a way to present them back to me that calms me down a little bit, even when I'm sure I'm right. But they're reasonable. And their ability to be reasonable with me is immediately bringing a calm to my soul. It may, not, it, might, it may not stop me immediately in my tracks, but it begins the process of making this a better situation. Number one trait of a peacemaker is they are reasonable. Number two trait of a peacemaker, and it's always there, is they are impartial. They are impartial. They're fair they they just don't jump on a bandwagon and take sides they can be both sides friend they're impartial even if i tell them all that's wrong with the other person they have the reasonable power and impartial outlook to know i'm going to hear this out before i make a decision or a judgment on anything they're reasonable and they're impartial, they're fair. They're not like the average parent that babies the last child and, and makes the older kids, you know, go through the ringer. Why, why do I do that? But it must mean at times I'm partial. <laughs> well, a good trait, a very evident trait or characteristic of a peacemaker is they have the ability to be impartial. They don't baby one and judge another. They're reasonable and they are impartial. I wish I could hear somebody say, praise the Lord. Number three trait or characteristic with a natural peacemaker is they're patient. They're not hasty. They're patient. They may be excitable, but they're patient about their ability to control themselves in stressful moments they're reasonable they're impartial they're patient and i'm preaching to myself here because patience is not a strong virtue of mine nor is it necessarily to all of you but some of us especially the peacemakers among us know that being reasonable is a tool Used to bring peace to a volatile situation. And being impartial and being patient, they're right there with it. Number four, being a good listener. This is so critical. We live in an era of ADD Christians where as soon as someone starts to talk to you about something they want an opinion on, People just jump on it like they know everything the other person is going to say before they say it. We are prone to respond before we hear people out. I wish to God, I would to God, that we would pray something like this in our personal prayer time. God, I don't think I'm a good listener. I just wish at those moments when I need to be listening and not talking that you'd remind me, check my soul, check my spirit. Just remind me to be quiet for a moment longer. What most people need is someone that will listen, not someone that can take you through the processes of their own victory based on their opinions and maybe their good opinions. But a characteristic of a genuine peacemaker is they are a good listener. Number one, reasonable. Number two, impartial. Number three, patient. And number four, a good listener. Number five, merciful. Peacemakers are generally merciful people. They're not taking sides. They're not looking to, you know, be the chicken that jumps on every bug that flies by, even though they can They're just looking for an opportunity to extend mercy. They're forgiving, they're compassionate, they're merciful. And number six, friendly. They're generally speaking friendly people. You think about peacemakers you know in your life, they're generally speaking friendly, they're easy to approach, they're a good listener, they're patient, they're impartial, they're reasonable people. They're friendly, they're cordial. They don't make you feel like you need to apologize when you approach them saying, hey, what do you think about this? Or let me explain something to you about that. So be reasonable, be impartial, be patient, be a good listener, be merciful, be friendly. But most importantly, and I'm coming to a close, above all of those benefits that that help us personally, The most important thing that I see, at least to me, out of Matthew chapter 5 verse 9, is that Jesus said peacemakers are called something unique, something close to the heart of God, something special, something that not everybody is called. That is, a child of God. Everybody today is a Christian. Have you noticed that? Everybody goes to church somewhere. Everybody's a Christian. Everybody has a history. But not everybody is called a child of God. Jesus said peacemakers. Peacemakers are the ones where that term is used in his category, his catalog. I call peacemakers children of God. That's what Jesus was saying, praise the Lord. Bible said in Galatians 5:22 that the fruit of the Spirit is love joy and that third one is peace oh I want to be a peacemaker oh I want to be someone that automatically thinks how can I help this situation how can I help this family how can I help this marriage how can I help this young man how can I help this family God is so merciful to us. He's so reasonable with us. He's so impartial with us. He's so patient with us. He's such a good listener. He's so merciful and he's so friendly and kind. Praise the Lord. I leave you with this. I leave you with this. I have never known someone that I consider to be a genuine peacemaker that had a bad attitude. I've never known one that struggled with a bad attitude. Think about that, Palmer. I love you with all my heart. I pray the blessing of God upon you. See you Sunday.